0: Please join me in the prayer for illumination. Prepare our hearts, O God, to accept your word. Silence in us any voice but your own, that hearing we may also obey your will. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, amen. Our Old Testament reading today is from Psalms 138. I give you thanks, O Lord, with my whole heart. Before the gods, I sing your praise. I bow toward your holy temple and give thanks to your name for your steadfast love and your faithfulness for you have exalted your name and your word above everything one day i called you answered me you increased my strength of soul all the kings of the earth shall praise you o lord for they have heard the words of your mouth they shall sing as the way of your lord for the great is the glory of the lord for though the lord is high he regards the lowly but the halty he perceives from far away Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you preserve me against the wrath of my enemies. You stretch out your hand, and your right hand delivers me. The Lord will fulfill your purpose for me, your set love. O Lord, endures forever. Do not forsake the work of your hands. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
1: Our New Testament lesson this morning is known traditionally as the Great Commission. It's the last five verses of Matthew 28, verses 16 through 20. So listen now for the word of God to the church. Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, Thanks be to God. It would be an understatement to say that graduations in the year 2020 are different. Teachers and administrators, I think, are doing their best to make connections and we are seeing some amazing creativity. But virtual walks are just not the same as climbing up onto an actual stage shaking hands with the principal, feeling the smooth texture of rolled sheepskin as your diploma is placed in the palm of your hand, and then waving to classmates, friends, and family before taking the five or six steps back down to the floor. A TV experience just isn't the same. Then again, much of what is happening is the same, There's still an awareness that one very important chapter is ending and a new exciting one is beginning. Our graduates have been eyeing that next challenge for a while now and that is certainly the same. Graduates are also finding ways to spend time with good friends, looking back with nostalgia and appreciation for one another time that is made sweeter with the knowledge that soon they will be going in different directions, and that familiar faces will no longer be so familiar. That too is the same. And I fully expect that one of the perennial favorites for graduation gifts will also be the same. I bet they are flying off the shelves, Amazon's shelves mostly, that book that says so well what this change of seasons means for our graduates. It's a title you all must know, a Susian statement written just so. New graduates fly off with its pages in tow. You know it, you love it, oh, the places you'll go. Congratulations, today is your day. You're off to great places, you're off and away. You have brains in your head, you have feet in your shoes. You can steer yourself any direction you choose. You're on your own and you know what you know and you are the guide who will decide where to go. Admittedly, it may be because we have a 2020 graduate in our own house. And these things are very much on my own mind. But the connections between all the things that we want and need to say to the graduates we love seem to be remarkably similar to the charge that Jesus gave to the people he most loved in the world as he sent them out into the world. Go, Jesus said. Go, make disciples who love like I do. Teach them what I have taught you, and remember that I am with you always. Sounds about right. Go, Jesus says. You're on your own, and you know what you know, and you are the God who will decide where to go. It was not the first time Jesus had spoken to the disciples about being sent out. After all, the Greek word for apostle, apostolos, literally means one who is sent off. It has never been the destiny of a disciple to stay rooted in one place. The destiny of the disciple is to go. That's why Jesus called the 12 together in Luke 9 and sent them out to proclaim the kingdom of God and to heal. That's why Jesus, as he set his face toward the last journey to Jerusalem, gathered 70 together and sent them out two by two, saying, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. That's why the risen post-Easter Christ came back to the disciples and said clearly, Go into all the world and proclaim the good news to the whole creation. And that is why his last words to the disciples in the Gospel of Matthew begin with the simple, undeniable, imperative command, go. So while much of what I have to say this morning is made with our graduates in mind, I think these words apply to all disciples who want to do more than to stay put. Because everything that follows here is rooted in these final five verses of Matthew's gospel. As you go, as you take the helm and decide where to go, where should you go and what should you do? The first thing is to worship. Now, of course, I'm going to say that, right? Kind of with a wag of the finger, your pastor tells you to remember to worship when you go off to college or to the military or to your first job after college or to whatever it is that your next chapter holds. And I do hope that's true, that you will keep worshiping. But that's not really what I want to say right now because it's not really what the text is saying. Verse 17 says that when the disciples realized it was Jesus standing with them, they worshiped him But some doubted. Now, that language suggests that some of them believed and others didn't. All or nothing. But it's not at all clear that the original Greek text says that. A better translation of that text may actually be that they worshiped him and they doubted. They worshiped, but they doubted. It wasn't all or nothing. It wasn't good disciple, bad disciple. It's not that some got it and some didn't. I will warn you now, if that is the way that you approach faith, and there are plenty of people who do approach faith this way, then I fear that you may well encounter a real crisis of faith at some point in your lives. Because all of us have times when we are just not sure. All of us have times when we have questions that we cannot seem to answer, or the answers we are given just do not make sense to us. If faith means certainty, then it isn't really faith, for faith is the assurance of things hoped for, not things you know completely. Faith is the conviction of things not seen, not the things that are clearly visible to everyone. My point is this, give yourselves permission to doubt. Give yourself some room for healthy curiosity. Give yourselves permission to ask questions because you will be in really good company when you do. If the disciples could do it, so can you. God knows your heart and he loves you just the way you are, so please do worship. But it is okay to doubt. The second thing is to recognize that there will be work to do out there. The command go is followed by the command to make disciples, baptizing, and teaching. These commands end up being unique to every person and how they are applied, but they are all connected by a common denominator of love. I cannot imagine that any disciples were really made without love or that any anointing by baptism was ever accomplished without love. Nor do I think that any real and lasting teaching can be effective unless it is given in love. The letter to the Colossians says it this way, As God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, but above all, clothe yourselves with love which binds everything together in perfect harmony. I think this is especially true for the teaching part. No matter what you do or where you go, the best teaching that you will ever do will depend a lot more on what you do than on what you say. You will teach best with your love. And don't get hung up on that obey part. When Jesus says, teach them to obey everything that I have commanded you, I don't really think he's talking about a bunch of rules. Ancient Jewish perspectives on the Torah or law distinguish between the halakha, which refers to rules and commandments, and the haggadah, which is much broader teaching of stories. That's what I think Jesus was focusing on. Go and live the stories, Jesus says. Meditate on the law of God's righteousness. Share the stories of God's faithfulness and mercy. Live the story of God's love for all people. And as you do, remember that the stories Jesus loved to tell the most, the parables, almost always broke the rules and defied expectations in some way. The last command is to remember. Remember that Christ will be with you always, even to the end of the age. This is perhaps the most important command, because when you go, there will be times when you feel lonely. There will be times when you wish you had not taken a certain turn or a certain road. But even in those difficult times, if you look closely enough you will see little signs. If you listen hard enough, you will hear the whispers of God's presence. And then something will happen, and your eyes will be opened, and you will say, okay, God, now I see. Now I understand. And so graduates of 2020... It gives us great faith to know that it's your turn to go. That it's your time to be sent out into the world. You are in many ways, the very best of us. Born when the dust of 9-11 was still hanging in the air. You had to mature much earlier than you should. In your schools and in your lives, you have had to face the reality of gun violence much earlier than you should. In the absurdity of American politics, you have had to lead earlier than you should. You are bold in what you believe and passionate about what you say. You are intolerant of intolerance and impatient with stodginess. And as hard as it will be for us to watch you go, we know that the world needs you. It needs your hearts, it needs your minds, it needs your questions and your doubts and your faith and your passion. And if right now you are not really sure of which way you want to go, don't be too worried. Even if you do know the next step you are taking, it's okay not to know where the one after that will lead. Just remember that God has you, God has equipped you, God is with you always, even to the end of the age, and when the time is right, you will know. Pastor, preacher, and best-selling author Barbara Brown Taylor once wrote about the realization that even when she was in seminary and graduate school, she had no idea what she was going to do with her life. So she started praying that God would give her direction and show her some purpose for her life. Night after night, she would climb up the rusty fire escape of her dorm, up to the tip top of her building, to ask God what she should do. And finally, God answered her prayer and answered her questions. And the clear answer was, anything that pleases you. That's the answer, she thought. There had to be more than that. Well, there wasn't, except there was. Do anything that pleases you, God said, and belong to me. These are amazing days for you because life is opening up before you. There are places out there that have already been prepared for you. To find them, all you have to do is be the beautiful person God has created you to be. And remember that you belong, body, soul, and spirit, to the God who lovingly made you that way. So, congratulations. Today is your day. You're off to great places. You're off and away. And in the spirit of Dr. Seuss and in the celebration of the wonderful places you all will go, I pray that these words will help you to remember who you are. You're a disciple here, you're a disciple there, you are a disciple everywhere. Wherever you go, you still have a call to share God's light with the great and the small. But as you go, you will not be alone. God will be with you and make himself known. So today is your day, you're off and away. And whatever you see, you do or you learn Our love will be waiting every time you return.
0: Amen and amen.